Hi guys, and welcome back to And So It Goes with me, your host, Kira Callahan. It is Friday. This week has been one of the longest weeks ever. I am so relieved for the week to be over with, and tomorrow I'm actually headed off to California. I am so excited. I told you guys in last week's episode that I am pre-recording this episode because I wanted to just go on this trip, pretty much disconnect, relax, rest, be rejuvenated, just because literally these past like two, three weeks have been so hectic, so chaotic, so fast paced. I have not had a time or a chance to breathe. I wanted to get all my stuff done for like social media, is my podcast, YouTube videos, all of that done this past week to prepare for this trip so that I can just, you know, do everything that I just said, rest, relax, rejuvenate. But I am so excited to be going to California. I'm going to be going with a friend and I'm gonna actually meet up with a few other people. So I'm gonna meet up with another friend while I'm there. I'm also gonna go meet up with some family while I'm there. So it's gonna be a super nice and much needed trip, but I'll make sure to give you guys like a little recap of my trip because I think I'm gone for like 10-ish days when I get back. But with that being said, let's just jump right on into our segments of the week. So as for my sunrise, if you couldn't already tell, it's that I'm headed to California. I'm so excited. I... I don't know. There's just something about California. I've told this to so many people. I just feel like needing like I have this need to go to California I feel like I'm being drawn to California for whatever reason I don't know what is waiting for me out there I don't know what I'm gonna find out about myself over there but I for literally the past like year I've been feeling this need or desire to go off to California so I'm finally going like I I think I manifested this trip basically because I had no intentions or need to go to California like at all this year besides maybe visiting a friend but we weren't even sure if we're gonna do that this year or not and then this trip just kind of you know plopped in my lap and it was perfect so hopefully the trip is just as perfect and as for my new recipe you guys know I changed my segment up recently instead of doing sunsets I'm doing a new recipe but I feel like this recipe isn't really a recipe but it's more so a meal-ish thing that I've tried and started to incorporate into my diet but it's yogurt bowls or like fruit yogurt bowls i am not a big yogurt fan i've never really been a big yogurt fan well actually okay i take that back growing up as a kid i used to love gogurts and like the tricks yogurts i think like tricks yogurts i don't know it was the one that was like pink and blue it tasted like cotton candy so good but obviously filled with so much sugar i used to love those but then you know when you get older you can't really be eating those yogurts you have to grow up and eat other types of yogurts i don't know but i was never really a fan of greek yogurt unless i'm using it for like a dip or a sauce like tzatziki or something like that or sometimes i'll sneak it into my smoothies but i've never liked the taste fully of greek yogurt i do like kefir but kefir is more of like a liquid yogurt it is not i don't i don't even know what consistency yogurt is but kefir is literally like you're sipping it like you're drinking milk it's not really a yogurt i use kefir in my smoothies in place of like almond milk or something like that because it is that just of a liquid consistency but i recently tried i think it's kite hill 
almond milk yogurt and it is so good it was like a vanilla almond milk yogurt perfect for like an afternoon snack or a little light breakfast top it off with some fruit such as strawberries raspberries blackberries blueberries maybe some nuts some honey whatever you want to do it is so good honestly i might make myself like a little serving after i finish recording this episode just because i do feel a little hungry and i want something to hold me over from now until dinner time and yeah so that is my new recipe but again it's not really a recipe as for my current favorite matcha lattes you heard it you guys probably saw my tiktok of me trying to make matcha chamberlain coffee was so kind to send me matcha a few months back and i tried to make it by myself one day for the first time ever granted that was also the first time i was ever trying matcha to begin with and i had no idea what i was getting myself into i had no idea how to make matcha i tried to look up some videos i tried to make it it was a complete disaster literally such a disaster it was not good at all no hate or shade on Chamberlain matcha because I've tried it again doing it correctly and it's so good but the way I did it I think I just messed it up completely I used like eight ounces of water to blend up the matcha it was it was bad it was really bad but I went out and got a matcha latte one day for breakfast with my family and it was so good it definitely has a taste that you kind of have to get used to but honestly I didn't mind the taste that much I thought it was really good and I really enjoyed it so I'm excited to try matcha when I'm out in California because I see all these LA girls all these California girlies posting about their matcha literally every single day and I just need to go to all of the coffee shops over there I need to try all of the coffee shops I want to try. I think it's La La Land in LA and there's a whole boatload more that I want to try. So hopefully I can try some super good matcha on my trip. With that being said, let's just jump right into our main segment of the episode. The reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I do want to do an entire episode fully in depth on my health and wellness journey from the start to where I am now and how I have changed and evolved through time. But this episode is kind of going to focus on those non-scale victories, those victories and those things that you experience during a health and wellness journey that do not pertain to weight and weight gain and weight loss. I do want to put a quick disclaimer or a trigger warning that if you are triggered by weight loss and weight and dieting and all of that stuff, feel free to exit out of this episode. You won't hurt my feelings. If you want to, you can skip to the very end of this episode. I'll make sure to put like a timestamp in the description box for you to fast forward to when I give those examples of five health non-scale victories that you might experience during a health and wellness journey. But if you need to click out, feel free to do so now. Health and wellness journeys, are not easy they can be very difficult they can be very rocky and it's important to understand that a health and wellness journey is likely never going to be a linear path you're never gonna go from point a to point b overnight in a straight line as if it was the easiest breeziest thing you've ever done in your life if that does happen to you, like congratulations, you're probably one in a million and a billion, maybe. Health and wellness journeys are not easy. They're difficult. It's a journey for a reason. If it was going to be easy, you know, this is so cliche, but everyone would be doing it. And that's not the fact and it's not always easy and it's okay to struggle it's okay to feel frustrated it's okay to give up at times the amount of times I've started and stopped my health and wellness journey is insane it's probably more than like five to ten times 
only because I was never doing it the right way. In the beginning, I was always doing it the wrong way. And once I found the right way to do it, it made it so much more easier. That's not to say that it was easy. It's just to say that it was easier than what I had been doing previously. And honestly, I think it all depends on whatever season of life you're in. In some seasons of your life, you're, you know, more disciplined and focused on your health and wellness journey. And in some seasons, you have a lot on your plate and you might not be able to give it your all. You might fall off the wagon for a little bit, but it's okay because you know what you need and you know what you desire. And at some point or another, you will, you know, bounce back and you will get back on and if you fall off again that is a okay it is completely okay to start to stop again I've done that so many different times one of the things that had the biggest impact in terms of my mental awareness towards a health and wellness journey is and I know this is going to be cliche again, but it's to not look at it as a diet, but more so as a lifestyle. With a diet comes a lot of those restrictions, you know, if you do a keto diet, a low carb, a high carb, a high protein, a low fat, whatever it may be, all of those things come with a lot of restrictions and you might, you know, succeed at this diet or whatever for a little bit of time. But once you quote unquote finish your diet or once you reach whatever you wanted to reach at the beginning of your diet, you usually revert or bounce back to how you were before in the eating habits you used to have because you didn't really fix those habits. It's as if, say, you have a mug and say that mug has a little crack in it that when you fill it up with coffee, some of the coffee starts spilling out. What a diet does, it's just putting a band-aid on top of that little crack to prevent any of that coffee from spilling out. That's not gonna fix the problem in the long run because in the long run, at some point, too much coffee is gonna start trying to spew out from the band-aid and the band-aid is gonna inevitably fall off. Your diet is literally just a band-aid on you for the time being for you to reach whatever goal you want to reach. I hate to say this, but most times diets are similar to resolutions and you guys know my stance on resolutions. Resolutions are bound to be broken. That's why I make goals, not resolutions. And I feel like a lot of times diets get broken because you take out so much, you restrict yourself from so many things and those little restrictions can restrict so many other things in your life. You might limit your happiness. You might limit the amount of times you can go be social with friends and family. You might limit the amount of fun you could have just because you're trying to stick with a diet versus if you see it as more of a lifestyle, as a lifestyle change, as who you are as a person, that will have a greater impact on your life because it's something you're actively trying to be. It's as if, you know, when you want to try to read more, there's a difference between wanting to read more and being a reader. A reader, that's part of who they are. That's literally who they are. That's how they tell people what they do. Oh, I'm a reader, I'm a painter versus somebody who, you know, I like to paint is very different from I'm a painter. And so that's similar with the lifestyle change with a health and wellness journey, like what comes from a health and wellness journey, you will become a healthier person. You will become a more energized person. All of these changes that you're putting into this lifestyle are gonna become part of who you are versus a diet is just like a little band-aid on you, if that makes sense. I'm trying to like put it into like a way that makes more sense. My recommendation is to start small, take those little baby steps you do not need to jump into the deep end of the pool i know for example when i first started my health and wellness journey i literally dove right into the pool i dove 
down to the deepest end of the pool because I didn't know any better. I didn't have anyone to kind of guide me or help me along my way. Back in the day, there wasn't all these health and wellness influencers. I feel like back in the day when I was on my first wellness and health journey, it was a little bit more toxic. It was more, you know, counting macros and especially Tumblr. I don't even want to get into Tumblr because it's just, it was not good and it was not good for a whole lot of people. But also I I was someone who never really did sports growing up. So I went from being a little couch potato to wanting to be the fittest person in the world. I literally went from doing nothing to wanting to do a whole lot over the span of like a night. It was like an instant shift, but that instant shift was not good for me. I got so burnt out. I got so drained out. I lasted two weeks. That's why a lot of people, you know, when they say, oh yeah, I'm on a diet and it lasts like a day or three days or a week or two weeks, but nothing more than that. It's because they're not making it part of who they are. They're just trying to cover up what they want to fix. And this just goes back to, you know, adding those little things, doing those baby steps, you know, five minutes of a workout is better than zero minutes of a workout. Adding one more serving of fruits and vegetables in your diet is better than not having any at all or having just one. If you went from three servings of vegetables to five servings, that is making a huge difference in the long run. But at the end of the day, honestly, you should just focus on whatever makes you feel good. That is one of the key indicators of when I knew I was kind of on the right path is that I started to feel good. I started to feel better. You need to figure out what your why is. Your why should be completely separate from anything that you can read on a scale, from what you look like. For me personally, some of my whys are wanting to be more energized. I found myself really you know, sleepy and tired all the time. I constantly had brain fog. I felt like I didn't have the energy to do the things that I really wanted to do. I also wanted to start correcting my gut health and reset my hormones. Whatever your health and wellness why is, like whatever the why behind your health and wellness journey is, it should be something that you enjoy. You should enjoy this journey. At times, yes, it can be a little hard. It can be a little difficult to start making your habits. But at the end of the day, All of these things should be enjoyable. They should not be a chore. You should not dread going to the gym and doing a workout. Like your workout should be something that you like to do. For example, I tried lifting. I realized I didn't really like lifting. I didn't really know all about lifting either. And that could be a reason as to my why behind I didn't like lifting. Maybe in the future, I'll enjoy it. When I was trying to do lifting or when I was trying to lift at the gym, I dreaded it. I did not like going to the gym because it was something I didn't like to do. But I found that I enjoyed yoga. I enjoyed Pilates. I enjoyed enjoyed HIIT classes. I enjoyed going on walks. All of those forms of exercises were things I enjoyed and I actually looked forward to doing it. I wake up and I looked forward to moving my body because I knew whatever movement I was about to do was something that I actually enjoyed doing. And one of my tips is to plan your workouts. And I know a lot of people think that health and wellness journeys are super expensive and You might not afford them, but it doesn't have to be that expensive. You don't have to go out there and get a Pilates membership. You guys already know I don't have a Pilates membership because I think the one at the studio I go to is like 200 plus dollars a month and I just can't do that right now. I have class pass, which is much cheaper, much more affordable, and it lets me try a whole boatload of different workouts and I get to try things I like. I get to figure out things that I don't like, but also when I first started, I... I would just do 
workouts on YouTube. Just type in 30 minute HIIT workout or 20 minutes Pilates workout or whatever other type of workout you wanna do. You can do them for free with your computer, on your phone, whatever it may be. I've done them on my phone. I've done them pretty much anywhere. Also with meal planning, it doesn't have to be that crazy expensive. I found that when I meal plan, I actually spend less money at the grocery store because I am more concise with what I need to get because what I am buying correlates to whatever I put on my meal plan for that week. I'm not buying a whole bunch of excess things that I don't need. And another quick tip is to prioritize sleep, prioritize rest because this will definitely help prevent burnout. In the beginning, I wasn't resting. I was overworking. I was still so stressed out. I was annoyed that I wasn't seeing results, but you know, you have to change within before you can change the things on the outside. And that's what I realized very late into the game of my health and wellness journey. Nonetheless, we're not perfect and you learn and you grow and there's so many people out there that are able to share their stories now of their own journeys and it could help you. I hope this helps you with your health and wellness journey, but there's so many other creators out there that can do the same thing. I also would much rather you aim for being consistent over being perfect because first of all, we all know that nobody is perfect, but also I do understand that you're not gonna be able to give your 100% every day, or at least every day your 100% is not gonna look the same. You know, one day maybe all I can give is 70%, but if my 70%, if I'm giving my all to that 70%, that is quote unquote my 100% of the day. I'm giving it my all. It's not my 100% because I might, you know, might be a little stressed, I might be a little sleep deprived, but I'm giving it my all for that day. But also you don't have to give it your all every day. Some days you need more rest, some days you are better able to focus and be productive and be motivated. It's okay to not be perfect because again, we're not perfect, nobody's perfect, and whoever says they're perfect is lying to you. Another way to improve your health is to make simple swaps. Don't overcomplicate your life. It doesn't have to be that difficult. In the beginning, I would literally search the entire internet for the best things to eat and whatever else, and turns out those swaps weren't even the best swaps out there. For example, one of them that you can make is if you really like chips, for example, say you really like Doritos. Maybe you can switch that out for tortilla chips and salsa. Or if you eat a lot of sandwiches and you eat it on white bread, you could maybe consider eating them on whole wheat or Ezekiel bread, which have a lot more nutrients and fiber and nuts and seeds in them. Or if you're really into soda and you drink a lot of soda or caffeinated beverages, you can look into drinking like sparkling water or flavored sparkling water. One of my favorites is Poppy, which is a prebiotic or probiotic. I always forget the difference between the two, but it's a soda that's basically made with sparkling water, apple cider vinegar. It's great for your gut health. You don't have to buy everything that people are promoting, and that includes meal plans, workout plans, products. You don't need to buy all of those things because it's also just going to overwhelm you in the long run. It's going to complicate things from you. Start small again. Like, I think the whole point of this episode is to start small, take those baby steps, figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like, incorporate things here and there, but you don't have to overload yourself with it all because it does make it a lot more difficult and it can make it a lot less enjoyable of a journey. And keep in mind that whatever works for you might not work for someone else. And I think a lot of people do do a good job at letting that be known now. Back in the day, for example, 
I tried the Kayla It Seems BBG Bikini Body Guide over and over and over again. I think I tried and failed at least five times and I would see people in the community who had done it like four times over and I never understood why I couldn't do it. It just wasn't a workout plan that worked for me. I didn't like doing it. I didn't enjoy it. I dreaded it. And so what might have worked for them and trust me, they had great results just didn't work out for me and it's important to not compare what they did versus what I did and it's important not to compare one person's health and wellness journey to your own health and wellness journey. I know I used to do that a lot in the beginning. I would look at someone and I would be so jealous at how much they've accomplished and what they've done but they've been on a journey for like five years and I might have only been started in my journey you know everyone is on a different timeline everyone's on a different path and even though they're still progressing they might have stuff that they're still working on just like you still have stuff that you're working on don't rush it take it slow you don't want to burn out don't compare yourself and aim to be consistent and now we're going to move into my five health non-scale victories all of these things by non-scale i mean like they're not weight related these are the victories or the non-weight related benefits that i noticed with myself in my health and wellness journey that you know made me happier than a number that's on a scale i don't weigh myself anymore i don't focus about the number on the scale i told you guys before i focus more on how how I feel. I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing helps me feel good. I want to feel really good. So number one is I've had greater energy levels. I've had improved mood and I think my mental health is better than it's ever been because I've kind of gotten rid of all that brain fog. I've transitioned into more positive thinking and, and I try to limit all that negative self-talk. Obviously, Sometimes it still creeps in and out, but like I said, I'm trying to be more consistent. I'm not perfect and I just love it. I love how much energy I have. I love that I'm able to do a lot more than I used to do because I'm prioritizing things in a better way than I had been. Number two could be that you're lifting heavier, you're running faster, you're doing more reps, you're breathing less heavy when you're on a run or whatever it is like these little things that you see yourself doing at a gym like they they make a difference you you went from you know lifting 10 pounds to lifting 20 pounds or you went from doing five reps to doing 10 reps or you went from running a 15 minute mile to a 12 minute mile all of these things are like non-scale victories. These are things that you are doing and you're improving on and you're bettering yourself with. Number three are improved sleeping habits. I have been sleeping better. I don't wake up at night. I don't get up in the middle of the night. You know, there's some nights that I might not feel good and I might have a stomach ache and I have to wake up, but that's because I don't feel good because of some other unrelated reason. But my sleeping habits have been so much better since I've been on this health and wellness journey. Number four is skin. You know, I feel like my skin is glowing. My skin has cleared up so much since I've been eating more whole foods. My skin doesn't break out as much. I am also switching to better skincare and makeup that doesn't you know, clog your pores. I also make sure to wash my face. I have a skincare routine. But at the end of the day, my skin is glowing. I'm using SPF. I'm being careful, you know, with exposing my skin to too much sunlight. And I feel and look better than ever. And the last one is 
you know, you might have less pain or you might start taking fewer medications. For example, my grandpa has type 2 diabetes and he's had this literally since I was born and before I was born. More recently, you know, his doctor has told him you need to change your lifestyle and my grandma and him have been on their own health and wellness journey in their own way and they've been eating healthier, they've been being more active, they're also older and they go on walks and they, you know, walk to the grocery store, they choose to eat more fruits and vegetables. He's been able to basically stop taking most of his medications as well as my grandma. She went from taking, I don't even know, like 10 medications to taking two. Most of them are vitamins and that just goes to show how eating better and feeding yourself the right foods and more whole foods and natural things can drastically improve your day-to-day life. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys understand that you are beautiful, you're loved, you are literally the best thing in the world. Don't let anyone tear you down, build yourself back up, build up those little habits, but also remember to start small and to be consistent. And with that being said, we're going to end this off with our journal prompt of the week, which is what is the why? behind your health and wellness journey and with that being said i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you did make sure to rate it wherever you listen to your podcast because it literally helps me so 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 much i love you guys and i'll catch you guys up on my trip to california in next week's episode bye